Before we start this amazing episode with Josh Peck, I want to let you know that it is brought to you by Hims. We all know Hims. We love Hims. Hims is a one-stop shop wellness center for men, uh, mostly hair and also erectile dysfunction. But let's talk about hair. Did you know that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? That's going to be Brandon. The thing is, when you start to notice your hair loss, it's too late. So nip it in the bud. Get Hims. Stop that hairline from going back. I know every year as a dude, you might notice your hairline slowly starting to move backwards. Got any bald spots yet? Get on it sooner than later, dudes. Trust me. As a grown-ass man, I'm telling you, get hims for your hair. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. It's not like the, the old days when you just went bald and that was it. Nip it in the bud with hims for hims.com. They will connect you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat your hair loss. There's no waiting room, no awkward in-person doctor visits. You can save hours by going to forhims.com. It's so easy. You just got to answer a couple simple questions, and then a doctor will review and can prescribe you. Products will be shipped directly to your doors. And our listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last. See website for full details. And just a reminder, this would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or pharmacy. So go to forhimscom slash dad. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash dad. Forhims.com slash dad. Now enjoy this wonderful intro with the amazing Josh Peck, and then enjoy this wonderful episode with the incredible Josh Peck. Welcome back to the pod. We got a great one for you today, guys. Yes, we do. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was so good. Uh, We have a great one for you today. Uh, Guess who's on the podcast? The same motherfucker who's in the intro, Josh Peck. Yay, yay. I took over the intro. This is annoying. (laughs) (laughs) That is Josh Peck sitting to my right. Also, Brandon's right. Oliver's left. Josh, how did you feel about being on this podcast? Oh, um, <laughs> well, people are about to listen to it, so I don't want to say anything too bad, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, bad. No, 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 it's been incredible. Build expectations so that we can shatter them. Okay, guys. <laughs> well, you're buckle about to up. <laughs> Yeah, buckle the fuck up. It's about to get fucking real, okay? <laughs> Tighten your headphones. <laughs> what are you listening on AirPods? What are you, rich, huh? You got those expensive Bose $300 headphones? What are you, showing off? What yeah. You, what do you have, Beats by the Dr. Dre? Huh? What are you excited? Doctor. I'm just going to start, I'm going to keep t- talking headphones. Yeah. This is like a very intimidating ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> what do you have, the Sennheiser Q35s? Wow, you know your headphones, dude. <laughs> what do you got, the shitty RCAs from like 1998 that came with your Walkman? What are you yeah. doing, huh? The, the yellow ones? Yeah, why don't you yeah. upgrade your headphones, all right? Yeah, you heard it. A lot more of that on the podcast, Josh. <laughs> what are you listening on? Some free Delta earbuds that you stole from the plane? Yeah, right. we're actually going to review headphones on this podcast. Yeah, those Delta ones; those are the worst. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, just uh, everybody, th- Josh. Thanks for being on it. Oh, we already uh, the intro. All right, this Josh, is the intro. The intro. Yeah. <laughs> In case you guys couldn't tell, we did the intro immediately after the podcast. You guys can cut, redo this, and I won't talk. No, no, it's fine. No, no I like fine. this more. I like it. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just getting a little confused on my own behalf. Okay. But uh, that's it. Follow us on YouTube or subscribe to us on YouTube. Mm-hmm. We're on Spotify, Google mm-hmm. Play, all that shiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, pod vlogs every week on Patreon. Josh mm-hmm. has already already filmed part of one. Oh, you're my on, God. You're on Patreon? Oh, we, we are. Sure are. And so you're behind a paywall? 
happy. <laughs> <laughs> How much do people have to spend for that? Just a minimum of $5 a month. What? That's a little more than a coffee. That's worth it as fuck. <laughs> Hell yeah. To get exclusive Josh Peck. And also, I have been releasing old pod vlogs on our YouTube page, so you can wait two months to get a pod vlog or to get old pod vlogs. But yeah. Help us out. Fucking give us some money. And uh, join our Patreon. Patreon.com slash I'm sorry, Dad. Uh, oh, why is this called I'm sorry, Dad? That, I didn't want to ask that. Because um, no, we we no. both are sorry. No, it's just yeah. kind of a catchy name. I think yeah, we didn't we couldn't think of a name for the whole because well, we, when we first starting we just couldn't think of anything. So now mm-hmm. that's just I get my Wi-Fi. Password, everyone asked that my Wi-Fi password. A lot of my passwords in the past have been I'm sorry, Dad, followed by a bunch of numbers. Mm. So you uh, hear that people a bunch of numbers. <laughs> yeah, right? So don't try to guess <laughs> it. It's definitely not I'm sorry, Dad. One two three four. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I say a bunch of numbers. It's actually just one. I'm sorry, Dad. One. Just kidding. Um, but also it fits our show because sometimes we get a little dark mm. and we embarrass ourselves sometimes. Mm. But I, I, I gotta be honest. I was expecting some uh, darkness. Were you? Really? Something. I cleaned myself up a little bit today. I felt that. I, you, yeah. Did you feel it? A little bit. Oh, sorry. No, don't be sorry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's not too late. We're still recording. Get All right. Fuck shit. Mm. Balls, uh, tits. What do you get dark about? Mm. Sometimes I'll make just like crude jokes or like, um, well, uh, call women broads, but as a joke. Mm. What like, darkness were you thinking of? <laughs> That's like dames. <laughs> dames. <laughs> there was uh, an episode where I cried a lot. There was ooh. an episode, the whole podcast I cried. About what? About a girl. Yeah. You were heartbroken. Oh yeah. Then it all came out like a, like a geyser. Yeah. Great episode. Oh yeah. It was great. Fuck. Yeah. It was our most listened one. Yeah. And because of that. I told Brandon, I was like, do you want to wait, sit on this for a few days before you release this? He's like, no, do it now. <laughs> but I was Put, it, put it out. <laughs> put it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, that was the, probably the most like, like emotional one that we did. But yeah. What kind of tears? And maybe Rye, you can speak to the, to this. What kind of tear? Was it a heaving sob? No. Was it a? No, it was, I guess, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't it explain was just it. Like, and then she told me that <laughs> it was a lot. What'd of, she say, right? It was a lot of. Oh, you're just gonna have to listen to find out. It was a lot of recalling, and it was like I was thinking about it, and it was like making me. And my voice was like cracking. It was that kind of thing. Things you could have done better. No, no, not even. It was just literally telling a story that mm. I was crying during telling the story. Uh-huh. It's weird. Wow. Most, You'll have to listen to it. Do it. Let's oh. have a listening party. <laughs> Just play that instead of my episode. Play it again, guys. Play it again, Sam. This is all you're getting of me. And now we're going to re-release the Brandon Crying episode from March 2017. When, when was it? Uh, it was like April, I think. Something like that. Yeah. Of this year. Yeah. You were going through all that and you didn't tell me a thing. I didn't tell. Well, you know what? I didn't tell many people, okay? I only told... Only told Rye and Jason and David and my mom and, uh, and thousands and yeah, thousands of and thousands and thousands of strangers. <laughs> You're right, bro. You're right. Josh, I should have told you. You should have called Josh. Called God, you. I'm, gr- I'm so solid. <laughs> you know, I, you texted me. I didn't know I had your number. I would, I would have uh, reached out and like been more accommodating saying like, come in and stuff. I don't know when I got your number. Weird. Also, holy shit, is this still the intro? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Brandon, when are you going to tell Rye that you had to text me his number? Oh. Rye, I had to text you his number. No, 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 no. I knew that. 
I had you texted me and it came up Josh Peck. It like, did. I already had your number. What? I don't know how I would have. That's so cute. <laughs> Didn't we exchange numbers at that event a few weeks ago? No, I don't think the, so. The puppet weird weird thing. No, I even said like I'll have Brandon text you because I knew I I thought I didn't have your number, mm. and we I didn't feel like we were there yet. We're there to have numbers. We're there. Oh, so you thought? I thought you were being like you have my you had my number. I didn't even know that. That's, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. No, um, I had your number because I'm a fucking stalker. Gross. All right, let's wrap up this. Let's intro. wrap up this intro and get to What's the. What's the longest pod you've ever had? <laughs> Are you trying to make it? Yep. This one. Uh, hour and a half, I think. Hour and a half. Hour, hour 40. Hour and 40. Man. It's a long All right. One. Let's do it. Let's leave, though. Let's go get some food, but keep the mics on. Yes. That counts. It's true. Obviously. <laughs> I have white noise be playing. All right, everybody, enjoy this episode with Josh Pack. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I have a fat head, uh, f- kind of fat face, chubby cheeks, mm-hmm. and uh, my head is just bigger than, than most. I think it, I think I've grown into it. Yeah, but as a kid, I had a big ass fucking head. My, my head was as, as wide as my shoulders. Wait, and Josh, you say you also think you have a fat head? I have an oversized. I have a hefty head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's z- zoftic. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The word. Yeah, yeah. I know that. It's big. But it's all right. What size hat are you, right? Ooh, good question. I haven't looked in a few years. Seven and... Five eights, I'm going to guess. Yeah? Sure. That sounds about right. It's seven, seven and something. And there are hat sizes? Oh, yeah. Really? I thought it was just always like one size fits all for hats. What? No. You never wore a fitted cap? Fitted. No, not you, at all. You are so Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> it was snapbacks for days for Brandon Calvia. <laughs> no, a fitted hat, that was like a real point of pride in New York City. Really? Well, Boston, too. It's a baseball cap, like... And you get it custom made? No. They just sell a certain, like, I don't know, eight different sizes, yeah. and one is the you, right one for you? You've seen these. No, I don't think I have. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I don't it's know. Like the same hats that the professional baseball players wear. Like oh, a baseball cap. Rappers will... Yeah. A fitted... It's called a fitted hat. Oh, okay. Fitted. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we got that squared away. Not like a, <laughs> not like a fitted suit. Okay. I was in a, a hat store in New York a month ago, and the guy that worked there was like... I don't fucking ever wear a snapback. Like, it was a point of pride. Like, I only wear fittings. <laughs> like, respect. Nice. Good for yeah. you, sir. People take so much pride in their hats. Was this a lids? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I love me a lids. Uh, it wasn't. It was like some dope right. tertiary, like, cool downtown Greenwich Village hat right, right. store, limited edition special drops type cool. place. Somewhere where, yeah. like, LL Cool J or uh, Chameleon Air would go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chingy. <laughs> yeah. The two hottest rappers working today. <laughs> What's Chameleon Air up to? I, I ask that all the time. <laughs> I wonder that every right? morning. Stuck in traffic. <laughs> yeah. What did, he, what did he do? Uh, back that thing up. No, Chameleon Air. He did. Um, he didn't do Holiday Inn. That was Chingy. That was Chingy and okay. Snoop Dogg. With Snoop Dogg. Okay, so what was? Oh, no, Chameleon did a uh, Riding Dirty. Did he? Did he? Riding was it Riding Dirty? dirty? Yeah, I did the. Try to catch me Riding Dirty. Yep, that was him. Classic. Classic Wait, of hip hop. Who did that song? Boy, oh boy, yeah, yeah. No, that's that a good song. Madonna. Oh. Who the fuck was that? <laughs> Is that like Birdman or like? Birdman, That's God. Song, huh? Birdman has one of the best um, Birdman. 
lines ever when he said, I don't know if he was saying it to Lil Wayne or somebody, when he was like, put some respect on my name. Oh, yeah, I've, I've heard that. I just want a moment in my life where I can say that in, yeah. like, reality. Yeah. Put some respect on my name. Uh, podcast, Your Mom's House with Tom Segura and Christina P. Mm-hmm. They play that clip all the time. Actually. Oh, word? It's one of their favorite lines. It's a good one. <laughs> it is a good one. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, well, let's introduce... We have uh, Josh Pack on the podcast. Oh, that's right. We have a guest. Yeah, oh hey. Gosh. Hey, you're on. Yo, you're live. Guys, thank you first and foremost for having me. It's an honor. I'm a big fan of you both. As <laughs> Rye pointed out, we haven't spent a lot of time together. Mm, Brandon, right. you and I more. Mm-hmm. Oliver, just met you. But <laughs> overall, this is a joy thus far. We'll see at minute 45 how it's going. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Brandon uh, sometimes gets a little racist towards Asians, which is it's awkward because like towards Whoa. Asians and Oliver's right Asians. there. What, what is there to be racist about when it comes to Asians? I don't know. I guess your food's too good. Oh God, is it good? Oh my God, <laughs> I yeah. love Asian food. I, I've yeah. been Guys. getting, I've been getting really into uh, euros. What? Euros? Gyros? Euros? Is Euro that a bowls? currency? Falafel. Oh, Falafel. I stuff. thought euros was a currency. Euro bowl, euro, zero. Where do you get that around in Los Angeles? Everywhere. Everywhere, really. All right, so you know what I'm talking about. And are you mentioning that because it's a Middle Eastern food, which is the easternmost part of Asia, so you felt it was applicable? Yes, precisely. Finally, is another intelligent person yeah. to talk to. <laughs> I feel like there's two cultured guys and a guy who works at Home Depot sitting in the middle. It's like, what's, what's a fitted hat? <laughs> a euro like the currency? <laughs> Oh, oh, wait, we had uh, Mike Posner. I'm sorry, I'm about to tease you a little bit. Mm, go ahead. Mike Posner on the pod. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I've, he's a friend of a friend. Okay. Um, And he was talking about uh, the song about Avicii, rest in peace. Uh, I took a pill in Ibiza, and Brandon said, what's Ibiza? And Mike was like, it's a, it's a place. He was like, oh, that was like a thing, like uh, Ibiza. Like a car. I thought it was a car. <laughs> it sounds like I took a pill in a car. Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. A pill? Uh, Ibiza. A pill in a I took a pill in a car. That yeah. sounds more applicable. Yeah, 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 right. Toyota Ibiza. Ibiza. Yeah. All right. I'm just wanting to make fun of you for a second. Well, now I'm insecure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cute moment. You embarrassed me in front of Mike Posner. <laughs> <laughs> and now Josh back. You had to double do it, didn't you? I Brent? think Mike Posner drops a song every like seven years, yeah. but it's a banger. Right? Yeah. 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 He's been writing for people over the... He's had hits, just not uh, the ones that he sang. Respect. So he's just making money. He puts on puts some respect on his own name. Yeah, he's making money. Wow. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan. I'm a big mm-hmm. fan. Me too. So he's a ghostwriter. Like, full blown. Um, I don't know if he calls a ghostwriter. It's just a writer. Does he get credited? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he's not, like, not a ghostwriter. For, like, Justin Bieber and stuff? Yeah, like, people will hire him to uh, write them a hit song. So you're much. saying that Justin Bieber doesn't write his own songs? Uh, I mean, can we say that on the podcast or will we all get killed? Well, if we say it, we might not ever get him on the podcast, <sighs> which I expect. That would be incredible. <laughs> I hung out with Justin Bieber for four hours in yeah. a Russian bathhouse once. Oh, whoa. Yep. Did you guys have sex? Not that time. <laughs> uh, very well known, a Russian co-ed bathhouse, like spa place. First of all, it's dope. And it's like four different saunas of different, you know, levels of heat mm-hmm. and a pool and a hot tub and juices and massages. And nice. I was in the hottest sauna, of course, because you know, Justin doesn't fuck around. <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, that's Justin Bieber. And he's there. And he had said some something before about. Drake and Josh like in a tweet or whatever and I just I would never do this but I couldn't help myself Uh and I was like and we have some mutual friends too and I was just like 
hey man how you doing like i just wanted to introduce myself i'm josh and he's like oh what's up man i, I we met before right and i'm like no <laughs> it's like I'd, i would remember yeah yeah and we proceeded to talk chat it up like on some friend shit for four hours wow Asked it's all like a, about me. It's like a half a work day right there. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. In the sauna the whole time, or were you guys like strolling around drink, sipping juice and stuff? Sipping juices. He had multiple juices, and I was like in the back of my head going, that, those are expensive juices. <laughs> like, those are $9 juices, and he had no problem having two and a half. Oh, geez. Usually, I'm lucky if I spring for one. Mm-hmm. But I was in the cold plunge. He was telling me about his new music. Wow. I was, he was asking me. He was like, I was like, oh, he's like, what are you up to tonight? I'm like, oh, I don't know. They'll probably hang out with my wife. He's like, he couldn't like wrap his head around that, that someone wouldn't be out like, you know, like Partying. pillaging. And, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, well, you have a wife? I'm like, yeah. Like, yeah. Not what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What's that like? Yeah. Yeah. So what does that mean? Like, oh, is that like the girl that you fuck? On the side. That's what you mean, right? <laughs> like on the side of the, like the 20 models that you fuck, right? <laughs> right. And your pile of money. Steady. Yeah. He was he was a joy. He was a complete joy. And then as literally our final interaction was we exchanged numbers, or at least he got mine. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I was like, well, I'm going to get out of here, dude. This was fun. Like, you know, great hanging out with you. He was like, dude, great meeting you, buddy. That's what he said. Great meeting me, buddy. Buddy. Oh my god! And I was like, we are buddies. <laughs> I haven't heard from him since, <laughs> but I'll never forget it. He was he was a joy. Couldn't have been lovelier. That's lovely. Oh yeah. god! I met the Beebs once. Ooh, this was a star-studded night. Uh, uh, I just signed with an agency, and Mark Wahlberg had okay. the Entourage movie come out. And he so just said, sign with an agency and Mark Wahlberg in the same sentence. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Whoa, I didn't know this was an episode of Entourage. <laughs> I went, I, Mark Wahlberg invented, some, I invented, invited <laughs> some influencers to go watch the Entourage movie at his mansion in oh. the hills. Whoa, tell me everything. Uh, yeah, it was uh, quite a night. Um, was he like this? <laughs> I feel like every impression of him is always like, <sighs> He's always out of breath. When yeah, he like he just got done running. Right. How are you? How are you? <laughs> he was super nice. I uh, met him briefly. Well, first I get there, and I see, like, family photos in the little foyer. I'm like, oh, my God, it's Mark Wahlberg's house. Mm-hmm. I see photos of Mark Wahlberg. Wow. I'm like, well, this is crazy. And I get in. His maid takes me to his, uh, I'm sorry, his slave takes me to <laughs> his uh, little bar area. And I open the door. It's Rob Gronkowski from the Patriots. Shit. I'm from Boston. So I see him. I was like, uh. So, and I shake his hand. I was like, uh, nice to meet you. Uh, thank you for the Super Bowl. <laughs> Gronk. As if he like ma- invented the Super Bowl. Yeah. And now shaking his hand, did it feel like you were whole, like gripping a bag of baguettes? I wish I <laughs> I was in, in tunnel mode or tunnel vision. I, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I didn't re- remember the hands. But uh, after my awkward, thanks for the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> then I chilled out. And I asked, like a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the Super Bowl. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, you're in, the, the, you're in this movie, right? He's like, yeah, I, I haven't even seen it. And then I was like, ooh, hopefully you're not cut out of it. And then that made all of his friends laugh. So I got a laugh. I made the room laugh, mm-hmm. making fun of Gronk. Mm-hmm. Huge. So it was like nice. And I was like, all right, mm-hmm. I'm I'm buddies with him. <laughs> this I'm is my best up. friend. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, who else was there? Um, Barack Obama. Julian Edelman, wide receiver for the New England Patriots. Half mm-hmm. Jew. Very handsome. Half Jew, full hot. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. We take credit for anyone we can get. So, like, when there's a Jewish athlete, we're like, quarter two. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. 
Um, Kai, one of the Jenners was there. Yeah. And uh, I met Justin. He ended up being there. And since I was like, I'm at this party. I was invited. So I can talk to people who are here. Mm-hmm. So I go up to him. I was like, hey, what's up, man? It's like, my name's Ryan. Uh, we have mutual friends. I was like, Rudy Mancuso. He's like, oh, yeah, you know Rudy? <laughs> and then he lost interest in me very quickly. <laughs> Just started yeah. looking over me to uh, someone, someone behind me. I've had that before. It happens a lot out here. Yeah. But then I realized who it was, and it was one of the Jenners. I don't know anything about pop culture. It, whoever yeah. he was like supposedly dating. Caitlyn. Oh, gotcha. Caitlyn. Right. It was Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner. So I was like, oh, all right, well, she's... Very hot. Mm. Sounds like you were a roadblock uh, to some, some poon for him. I you know so. what I mean? I so, so, but like Josh's story, he was like in a sauna, like the <laughs> <Yeah>. most vulnerable, <laughs> or was it a, a bathhouse? Uh, it's sauna. Yeah, sauna. sauna. It was yeah. like the most vulnerable place they could both be in, just like both sweating, both not really dressed, and just having a bro conversation. You were in the middle of Slam Town. You yeah. were a roadblock. Yeah, he didn't ask me any questions. Mm. Didn't call me buddy. <laughs> well, I feel like <laughs> you called him buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Shit. What were you going to say? I feel like the three of us have probably all had a similar experience, which is particular to Hollywood. And I think people would be interested in the idea of when you go to a party Mm. and you see someone of notice of a certain level of celebrity, Mm. and maybe you have a couple, because maybe they know you. They're Mm -hmm. like, oh, Brandon Calvi and Ryan Doom, Josh Mm -hmm. Beck, what's up? Like, Uh sure. And and you're writing it out for a good 20, 30 second clip. And then all of a sudden you see their focus change yeah. <laughs> and they've decided you are not famous enough to keep talking to. Yeah. And they need to now do a cursory search of the room. Oh yeah. To find someone who's of a higher star meter level mm-hmm. on IMDb. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. And that, it hurts. That, oh yeah. That happens even with non-celebrities like in the comedy community at comedy clubs, just comedians like, what's up dude? Yeah. How you doing? Mm-hmm. So oh, hey, I'll, I'll be right back. And then they go talk to somebody else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happens a lot. I, I've done it. Yeah. I was talking to a friend, and then I saw Andy Dick in the background. I was on a, a show with him. I was like, "Ah, oh, sorry, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go talk to Andy Dick now." Uh, then I was like, "That uh, must feel so bad <laughs> for the person you were talking to that you left him to go talk to Andy Dick." Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> you left him to go talk to Andy. That's no <laughs> knock to Andy Dick, but I'm just saying, like, it was a friend of mine. Oh, it Andy, was like Andy. No, no, yeah. one of my friends. So I was, gotcha. was kind of like, "Hey, oh, it was like you could have done now. that." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that is awesome. Like, sorry, I gotta. Go, I'm going to go talk to Goldberg from Mighty Ducks. <laughs> uh, have you have you met one of the Mighty Ducks? Any of them? Yeah, that's in your era. Oh, well, like well, you, no. when you were a child. Oh no, you were after that. I was after that, and I love the movies. And I remember I did this movie, this Owen Wilson movie that wasn't very, you know, it, not a lot of people saw it, called Drillbit Taylor. Oh, yeah, oh, I, saw yeah that. I saw that. And the director of that, what created, his name Steve Brill, he created the Mighty Ducks franchise. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. And he knew that I was, like, a sick fan. So, like, throughout the three-month process, he would, like, bring some of the ducks to set. So, like, Goldberg had a cameo, and Julie nice. the Cat Gaffney, like, mm-hmm. would show up and... I couldn't handle it. And then what he, the director really hated was whenever he'd be giving me notes, I would compare it to like, like speeches that coach Bombay, Emilio Estevez's character would give in Mighty yeah. Ducks. Mm. So he'd be like, can you be more passionate here? I'm like, like how coach Bombay told Charlie Conway <laughs> that he was going to get the triple deke and win the entire game. And, he didn't appreciate that. And we haven't <laughs> talked since. So as you can all tell, I've, I've done a beautiful job of sabotaging my career. It's burning bridges left and right. Oh, my God. I'm sort of the king of that. <laughs> do, you, do you actually do that, like, in real life? Do you, like, talk your way out of, or, like, no. fuck things up? 
I don't like that. I, I feel, do you guys find that that is very, I don't know if it's an actor or just a narcissistic trait when you'll see someone and you'll be like, oh, you're friends with that guy, right? And they'll be like, no, he hates me. Yeah. And like, no, he fucking doesn't. Like, he doesn't yeah. hate you. He doesn't even think about you. Yeah, right? yeah, but yeah. you've created this whole story yeah. in your head to like yeah. feel important enough to yeah. hate. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, no one cares about anyone but themselves. Right. <laughs> all right, we can end the podcast. That's about all we yeah. need to get. God bless, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I remember, I don't, that hasn't, I think I've had that same scenario happen with like seeing a celebrity at a party, but I don't, but I never, I would never leave the conversation. Not because like, it's mainly because like, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to talk to whoever's over there about? LL right. Cool J. What the fuck am I going to talk to him about? Totally. Why the fuck would I talk to LL Cool J? Why the fuck would I talk to Andy yeah. Dick? Why would I talk to Justin Bieber? Why? Like, you know what I mean? Right, it's right. like, just on a social structure level, totally. there's no, I'm a peasant. They're a King. That's, that's the way it is. Or not even that. They're you know just, I mean? you don't know them. They don't know you. Yeah. So, even, right. even that, that's, even that. that's what it comes down to. Yeah. It's like, you got to organically become friends with people. You can't just be like, yeah, uh, Brandon, be- I love your videos. Um, c- uh, can, yeah. can we make a video together? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what do you want to do to people? Like, Hey, I used to sing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trying to give me a feature. <laughs> I find that just hard to do at parties with other people. Like if I'm at a conversation and there's just another person, like and say there's like, like some guy looks like a, like a guitarist or something right. like interesting. And then I, w- how am I supposed to fucking talk to him? About? Now in my nice defense, fender. in my defense, I do know Andy Dick. Okay. So I just wanted to say hi. What's that like? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was on a show called Marin with Andy Dick, which is Mark Marin's TV show. No way. On yeah. IFC? Yep. I, yeah, I okay. Know. Credits. Credit. Credits. My only one. Uh, no, I have a few. Uh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, just one episode. I saw on the script that Andy Dick was in my episode, so I was like, sweet. Yeah. Then uh, he, I get picked up by the shuttle, whatever, uh, the van right outside. And Andy was in the in the van, and I was like, you know, my friend Jason Nash. She was like, oh, I love Jason. And I was like, yeah, he lives in the building with me. Then Andy was like, oh, great. Do you know if there's any openings up in that building? Because I would love to just live near friends, you know, me, you, Jason. I just met the guy. Yeah, but he was already like, me. I want to live with you. Oh, pretty much live with me. <laughs> yeah, but I had heard that he's very open, where he just lets people into his life so much. Yeah. That's why he gets used so much. Right, like people like crashing at his house or. Mm. Uh, using his money and stuff, but he's very talented. Oh my god, he's hilarious! Yeah, yeah. super talented. Hmm. Um, super nice too. Extremely Andy. nice. How's god. he doing? <laughs> uh, anybody, talk, Oliver? You talk to him? <laughs> Do you talk to Andy Dick? <laughs> the rest god. of the podcast, we talk about Andy Dick I'm, and his well-being. He is fucking hilarious. I've never seen him even do stand-up ever. I always know of Andy Dick as just the guy that's like. Like the zany guy in all yeah. the movies. Like He's that's great, always what he is. Great character actor. Yeah. Character actor. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josh, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Yeah. You. Yes. My favorite dish. <laughs> you are pregnant. Yes. You are pregnant. I'm pregnant. With, I'm with child. You are? Yes. Holy fuck. I know. It feels weird. Yeah. It's more terrifying that it's going to come out of my penis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, my wife the Biggest is, kidney stone in history Oh god Jesus I've never they, had a kidney stone I was thinking about that the other day Fucking horrifying Yes Yeah That's why, god, they, that's why they call kidney stones Because they're kids And uh, that joke Josh why don't you go ahead and move Slapper. on Yes <laughs> This is why yes, This is why uh, Justin Bieber didn't want to talk to you <laughs> 
I um oh man yeah I my friend recently had hemorrhoids shout out my friend you know who you are and uh, and he had to go to the doctor to have them removed oh fun a special butt doctor right nice and it just sounds like much in the kidney stone vein it just sounds beyond the pain humiliating yeah because this doctor was in my friend's butt. Hole. Handling biz mm-hmm. And he's like Talking to my buddy About like He's like You like Breaking Bad And he's like Doc <laughs> I can't First of all That show's been over For three years yeah, right? <laughs> And the wire's way better <laughs> Right But I can't I'm too compromised Right now yeah. To talk about The the character arc Of Walter White Yeah Like yeah I don't. Wow. I don't ever want to feel that. I don't want to know what that's like. I've, Christ. I want to get into your uh, upcoming child, but I real yes. quick. I've had hemorrhoids before. <laughs> okay. What yeah, a segue. I want, I to, want to get into your new baby, but I've had some ass lumps. I went to uh, just my doctor, not a, not a specialist, but I didn't know what hemorrhoids were. I was like mm. 19, 20, 20. Sure. So I was like, oh my god, there's something growing in my asshole. Mm. I was like, there's an alien in my butt. <laughs> so I went to the doctor. I was like, something's wrong. <laughs> he was like, oh, it's a hemorrhoid. And I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And he explained it. And I was like, that's fucking gross. Yeah. It's like a, uh, a swollen vein. It's like a bubble is of Is that blood. really what it is? It's a, bu- it's a bubble of it's blood. It's a vein. It's a butt vein. And they cut it out of you, don't they? Sometimes they, they tie it off. Yeah. Oh, yep. my God. They do the tie-off method. Does yeah. every man... A lot of blood. Oh, boy. Does every man have this experience happen to them? No. Not every man. Well, there's a... A classic street joke. You know what they say about hemorrhoids? Every asshole gets them. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. A lot to think about. But speaking of things coming out of butts, <laughs> let's talk about your kid. That's yes. How babies, that's how babies are born, out butts. Yeah, yeah. traditionally. Yeah. Or if there's a water birth, it's yeah. still the same hole. Um, yes. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, the baby will be here in January-ish. And yes. I just can't believe it. I I imagine that this would happen. I've taken all the proper steps. I met a wonderful person, and we Mm -hmm. legally have been married now, and now it's like we're procreating. We're at a responsible age. Right, yeah. I'm fiscally capable of taking care of another human. Right, yeah. And so now I'm the one. Yeah, you're up. up. Yes. You're up next. It's my time to fucking bat. Yeah, And Real life. And I don't know if it's I'm going to foul out <laughs> or hit a homer. Mm. It'll probably be a, a single, but, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, what is the, like, when you found out, was mm. it, did you have all those, did you, were you, like, kind of expecting it? Because you, you and Paige, can I say Paige? Of course. So you and Paige, have you been planning this? Please pardon the interjection, but I need to let you know that this episode is also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is a top destination for last-minute tickets to live events. Unlike Ticketmaster and StubHub, who overwhelm you with so many choices and steps, the Game Time app shows you only the best values and makes buying tickets incredibly fast and easy. To make selecting tickets even easier, Game Time shows you an actual high-res photo of the view from your seat. Now, that's rare. You usually have to like look at a map and like figure out, like, okay, I think that's the stage. I think that's the, uh, the field. It's, it's difficult, but Game Time makes it easy. And plus, the Game Time guarantee has you covered. They guarantee you'll receive your tickets in time for the event, and they'll be valid for entry. If that doesn't happen, Game Time will locate comparable replacement tickets or give you a 100% refund. 
Whether you're looking for sports, music, or theater tickets, you can find all of them under one roof at game time. I can attest to this personally. I recently bought some tickets to a popular uh, baseball team here in Los Angeles, and I used the Game Time app, and it was super easy, and I checked out my seats. Like I said, the high-res photo, that was very cool. Sent it to all my friends. I said, these are our seats. It's going to be awesome. It worked flawlessly, and uh, now I'm a Game Time boy. So become a Game Time boy like me or girl. For $15 off your first purchase, visit usegametime.com slash dad and use the promo code Dad. Once again, that's use game time. U S E G A M E T I M E dot com slash dad and use promo code dad for $15 off your first purchase. Now let's get back to the pod. So I'll give you guys like the insight. And I haven't really talked about this. Um, so Peach and I got married and she comes from a big family and she's just going to be the best mom ever. And, and she's got great examples around her. And, yeah. and so like I knew, you know, we got married and, and we had a lot of friends. What you start to hear, it's so funny because we spend our 20s, or at least as men, and I'm going to generalize here, of like, don't get the wrong person pregnant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Screw up your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you get married and then all of a sudden everyone's like, get her pregnant. Yeah. Like, do that now. Yeah. Procreate. Right, right. So anyway, we had friends who, who it took a long time to get pregnant and they were trying over months, sometimes years. So Peach kind of said, hey, like, you know, we might as well maybe, you know, like not try, but not be super careful right. anymore mm-hmm. because, you know, it's we're going to want to have a kid over the next year or so. And a month later... Really, a month? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it only took a month. Yeah. yeah. It, it took a month, so... Paige is hella flirtle. Right. Flirtle? Flirtle. Uh, good job. <laughs> Congrats on your seed. Thank you. It's, it's excellent. <laughs> I mean, we'll see how the... You don't really know about the seed until the baby's here, and you're like, ah, yeah. oh, it's got a weird eye. <laughs> but, uh, but, oh, God. Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, you know what? It's made everyone so happy. Like mm-hmm. it's, and even today, it made Instagram happy. I think <laughs> for like a brief second, people weren't being vicious bastards yeah, to uh, each other. So, uh, so it's very cool, and I, I think I'll be an okay dad, but I think Paige will be an incredible mom. So, with that ratio, yeah, the kid uh-huh. might have a chance. Sweet. <laughs> How, how was your upbringing? You grew up in New York. I grew up in New York, and you're a Boston guy. Yeah. Do you hate New Yorkers? No. No. I feel. I feel like we're very similar. Or just we are. East Coast culture, Northeast Coast culture. Right. Very similar. You from Boston proper? Uh, I grew up near Cape Cod. Ah. So I'm kind of like a, a pretty boy. I'm right an, by the uh, Sagamore Bridge. You got it. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. The fucking Sagamore and Bourne Bridge. Mm. We're talking about the East Coast, dude. Shut up. Uh, I, I, I have no idea like, what the fuck's going on. I, like, I, didn't, I didn't say anything. <laughs> so much anger being thrown at someone so silent. Well, that is a trait of New Englanders. Yeah. Really? A lot of anger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and New Yorkers, for that matter. We're just, it's, it's either the weather. Yeah. And I imagine it's that we... You know, the country started on the East Coast and then slowly made its way west. And mm-hmm. so, like, we just have more to be angry about. Sure. Yeah. It's just been rooted in one place right. longer. Yeah. And I think you're right with the weather, definitely, for sure. Uh, what about the congestion? Like, there's isn't everybody just so close to everybody all the time? In New York, for sure. Yeah, for sure. What about yeah. Boston? Uh, it's way, way smaller. It's, yeah. it's, sim- it's very similar to New York. It's way smaller. Yeah. Even, like... When I first went to New- started going to New York a lot, I noticed everything was bigger. Even like doors to buildings, bigger. Yeah, <laughs> it was bizarre. Sidewalks higher. <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, I, lo- I love New York. Did you grow up in the city? I grew up in the city on the west side of Manhattan um, in Hell's Kitchen. So it's like Midtown um, area. And yeah, I moved out here when I was 14. But weirdly, you know, my mom is such a, you know, my family, we come from the uh, the tribe of New Jersey. <laughs> and so it's a very specific type of person. And my mm-hmm. mom's super East Coast. And so... I feel that still very much having lived in LA longer now than I lived in New York and and I really like claim Los Angeles like I love it here mm. feel like this is where I had like much of my adolescence and also mm-hmm. it's where my whole life sort of sprouted but um nevertheless there's like there's New York in my blood right yeah yeah, yeah. I saw your movie recently or a few months ago I watched uh, The Wackness oh yeah I it's mm-hmm. a good movie thanks yeah I like it a lot Wow, that was very New York. It was really New York. It was, you know, New York in 1994. Yeah. And it's uh, me and Ben Kingsley and Method Man. Oh, yeah. And it's almost like, you know, it's so funny because I'm so proud of that movie. And also getting to work with Ben Kingsley, it's fucking Gandhi, like my favorite actor. Mm -hmm. But it was like, it was such a good experience that at times I wish I'd never had it. (laughs) Because I feel like I got like a taste. Yeah. Like they invited me to the table for six weeks. Yeah, yeah. And then Uh I'm like, well, can I ever go back? And they're like, no, no, enjoy the YouTube table. (laughs) (laughs) Which is delicious. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, it it was a great experience. And it's so funny when I go back to New York, too, because, you know, so much of, like, the colloquialisms or the, um, what people say about New York is BS, but then there is, like, a rawness to it, which you just mm-hmm. don't experience out here. Like, I remember recently I got into a lift with my wife, and the driver's, like, looking at me through the rearview mirror, he's like, hey, do you think your career was hurt by losing all that weight? <laughs> and I was like... I did. Can you just fucking drive me yeah. 20 blocks and, and have me not contemplate my fucking existence? <laughs> and yes, probably yes. Yeah. And I'm only giving you four stars because I don't like that question. Oh my <laughs> God. But I got to love it. How did you actually, how did you actually respond to that? I was you know, with the most like diplomatic, like, yeah. you know, I've been so lucky <laughs> yeah. and I have. But I mean, you know, if I, I, there, there's no good way to answer right, that. Yeah, it's a strange yeah. question. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I was asking a strange question recently. I forget what it was. But yeah, The Wackens was great. I, it, was a, it was about a year ago that I watched it because I remember I was heartbroken during this time. Mm-hmm. Oh. saw that. And oh, it's yeah. about it's at embarrassing. the end. <laughs> really embarrassing. Spoiler alert <laughs> your character gets heartbroken towards the end. And it's like, true. And I was like, oh my God, I feel that. Yeah. You did? You identified? I did, yeah. Do you fall hard? Um, not often, but I, I guess when I have fallen, it's been hard. <laughs> How many relationships have you been in? Uh, I've been in, I've been in one long one for 10 years. No. Yeah. Was that from like high school? That was from college. It was 21 to 31. Moved out to LA with her. Fuck. Yeah. Uh, so I felt pretty hard for that <laughs> yeah. one. Well, yeah. We, we were pretty much married. We just never did it. She... Didn't really believe in marriage. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Then my life changed rapidly with Vine and stuff. And uh, wow. she didn't like entertainment, shit like that. And we were just drifting apart. I just found um, that so crazy after 10 years. Like, that's yeah. so long to be like, and then break up. And you guys don't even talk anymore, do you? Uh, we text every once in a while. Every once in a while. Yeah. Huh. Do you think you could have, what, what do you think you would have had to compromise for it to to work out or to, to stay in it? Um, uh, I don't know. Well, 
at guess, that point I was guess. not do comedy and go to nursing school. I was going to go to nursing school. No way. You would be an incredible nurse, but <laughs> nevertheless, <laughs> thanks. It doesn't. It would have taken away from all this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. From all of this. Um. Yeah, I think that was what did it. I yeah. got success on Vine, and then like my life changed in a, in good ways. Uh-huh. But it was way yeah. way different from where I was headed. I was going to give up. I was going to do stand up, but like also go to nursing school, and then probably fail out of stand up because mm-hmm. I would have to be like the schedule. Yeah. So I think she was counting on me failing at stand up. <laughs> counting <laughs> on you failing at your dreams. Yeah. Yeah. I was a musician before that, and she. It, it, she had always known like it's probably not going to happen, so she was like, "Yeah, just, he plays music. That's, that's fine. Mm. It's not going to work out, and then we'll have a normal life." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got his hopes and his dreams, but we'll put those to the side. <laughs> right? Yeah. He won't. I'm counting on on him not making it. Yeah. She was like, "He'll just have a few instruments in the garage, <laughs> yeah, and he'll tinker yeah. when, when I don't need him." Right? But um, yeah, fuck that. Mark Wahlberg doesn't have nurses to his house. He has friggin' Rye Dunes. Rye yeah. fucking Dune. Yeah. Huh. He, he remembered my name. He met me an hour before the movie. Three hours later, he said, did you like the movie, right? And I was like, holy shit. He's my best friend. So <laughs> we're best friends. Uh. Was he upset when you were like, not my favorite? <laughs> <laughs> right? If I'd have been honest, I'm like, I didn't. I didn't like it. <laughs> to be honest, the show was better. Yeah. God, but the show, I mean, yes, the movie wasn't as good as the show, but the show was Excellent. Yeah. You like it? Loved it. I loved it too. It's hated on so much. Why? Because it's considered. They say bad writing. Yeah. I don't think so at all. What about you, Brandon? Well, I mean, I thought that, wasn't it considered bad because people think it's like sexist now? Isn't that why? I don't know. It was I, a little. Same with yeah. Californication, but aren't those shows satires? No, people people say it's bad. Entourage is bad writing. Just bad, bad writing. writing. Yeah. Mm. I never thought it was bad writing. I, I fucking I was obsessed with it. Bad yeah. writing is not entertaining writing. Right, Honor Rogers is entertaining. You know, All right, good point. I yeah, like that. I, I've always, I've never understood that. Like, it's the scene is so well written, it's boring. Doesn't right. matter. You know right. what I mean? So like, fucking, yeah. It was like, it, you know, it's funny because whenever you go to pitch a TV show or a movie or whatever, at least in my experience, and you say Hollywood or it's a Hollywood story or it takes place in the bees, right. the development executives like they a chill goes through the room because yeah. I think their feeling is like. As imp- as self important as you assholes think you are, yeah, ninety yeah. percent of the world does not care about the biz, yeah. and like it's not relatable because mm-hmm. it's such a specific vocation, right? And yet, Entourage was like sort of the perfect execution of that like Hollywood dream that everyone want, or like at least most people would imagine wanting to live, at least mm-hmm. from the male right. version yeah. of it. Like, dude, like living with your bros, yeah. hooking up with supermodels, yeah. like making massive Aquaman movies. <laughs> like, yeah. They captured uh, bromance very well. I don't love that term, but friendship among young dudes. It yeah. Like, it was like, that's me and my friends. I feel like mailman's. <laughs> yeah. I feel like bromance became like prominent after like Judd Apatow like came into play. Like yeah. he made a lot of bromance movies. You know? I love you, man. Did he do that? No, that was uh fuck. I don't remember who, but it was not him. And then, uh, but he made like, he like knocked up and like super mm-hmm. bad and all that shit. And then this is 40, which oh. was so, which is 40. Such a strange movie. I haven't seen it. It's so long. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking long. His movies are long as fuck. His movie, but, but it's still good. It's just that like, it's like he goes from making like knocked up, which is like teeters on drama, but it like doesn't ride that line and it's still like, like uplifting. And then this is 40 is just like two people to a, a couple just fighting like the whole movie. It's all it is. Nice. Just a couple having horrible fights. Sweet. Yeah. 
<laughs> I got a lot to look forward to. <laughs> Man. Uh, I want to talk more about your plans for your child like if he's going to be a oh man superstar is he going to be a superstar no I'm not putting him in his face or her face in anything mm. I've you, already made that decision do you guys know the sex we don't we're going to be surprised nice because how many surprises are there in this world and mm. God wanted yeah. you to know he'd put a window on your wife's belly <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody said once and I liked it um Wait, so you're literally, sorry, you're literally not going to know until the baby comes out? Yeah. What the fuck? It's what they did for thousands of years, yeah. Brandon. I know, but that's so foreign to me. Like, that's, oh my God. Yeah, well, why not? What are the clothes that you're going to buy for? Are you going to buy anything for it before? That's always people's number one remark, right? Yeah. Like, what? But my wife, being like the forward-thinking smart human she is, she's like, I don't want them to immediately get assigned fucking either a football shirt or a tutu. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, she's a design, like in fashion design and whatnot, and so... I feel like, you know, like baby blue and hot pink are her least favorite colors. Yeah. Like she's more of a neutral gray, navy, mm-hmm. uh, whites, which are pretty, you know, could go either way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think in, in, in an effort to make sure she doesn't get a bunch of ugly clothes to put her kid in that she can't return, <laughs> she, uh, yeah, she doesn't want to know the sex. And I'm, I'm basically just taking uh, direction here from people that I believe are smarter than me, <laughs> uh-huh. and which is most people in this scenario. <laughs> But uh, to answer your question that you haven't asked, I'm fucking terrified. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I vacillate between terror, excitement, and indifference. Well, yeah. What are you terrified? Do you know what you're terrified of? Any specific things? Selfishly, and I'm going to be honest, I'm terrified about how it will disrupt my life. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I, this is the only one I've lived for 31 years. Mm-hmm. And it will. And it yeah. will in a, in a positive way because... They're the greatest distraction ever, or so people tell me. <laughs> um, listen, I, I I'm so excited that it'll you know not only make everyone around us so happy, family and friends, and my wife, but also like I need a reprieve from me. I, yeah, I've spent so much fucking time thinking about me my entire life. Yeah, that the idea of trying to like give to someone who actually needs attention mm. and needs your sort of. Your your yeah your undivided care and, and guidance yeah yeah so because right now that's all just been you yeah yeah I've I've had to take all my own self care and, and look where that got me <laughs> on on your podcast <laughs> <laughs> you made it dude I'm honored I'm uh, having a fabulous let me ask you this do you think your career would have gone better if you didn't <laughs> <laughs> no I, I I don't think I would have been I definitely wouldn't have been happier and I don't know what version of my career I, I don't know it's it's hard when you're heavy set I mean some people now have you know made an incredible name for themselves but when I was younger it was very much you were either sort of you know put into the bully category mm-hmm. or like the best friend but there wasn't a lot of nuance to the bigger guy right. type, mm-hmm. you know, the chubby friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, Joe Apatow helped bring that out. <laughs> yeah. Jonah Hill crushed Jonah that Hill. shit. Yeah. 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 And now he's like ripped and yeah. fucking yeah, yoked. Right. But so. is he happy? <laughs> Probably not. Right? We'll get him on the pod. We'll ask. Yeah, he should. You should. So mm-hmm. with your, you, how's your relationship with your dad? Uh, yeah, I don't know him. Oh, you don't know him? You don't know okay. him at all? Never met my dad, and now he's deceased. Or, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't, okay. I don't well, you're not even sure. He is, because yeah. I read an obituary. <laughs> but, oh, like, you know, okay. I didn't have anyone actually confirm it. But, yeah, 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 he passed away when I was, like, 26, and I never met him my entire life. What oh, about okay. your, what about, like, your, okay, so, like, who did you get guidance from when you were a kid? Um, I mean, my mom was good at playing both sides. Like, yeah. you know, um, she was incredibly 
fabulous, but also tough because mm-hmm. she kind of had to be good cop, bad cop. And then, you know, I have a big brother from the Jewish Big Brothers Foundation since cool. I was seven years old. What's the Jewish Big Brothers Foundation? Do you know what Big Brother? You know, like uh, I know the models? show. I know the show Big Brother, but I don't know. It's like that. Okay. They, you go live in a house <laughs> <laughs> where you're filmed. Um, do you know, Did you watch like Role Models with Paul Rudd? Oh, yeah. Oh, so it's like that then. Kind of, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So how old was the guy? He was 24 or 25 and I was eight. And so every other, so like they're vetted by this organization to make sure they're not total creeps Mm -hmm. and just want to hang out with kids. Yeah. Right. And it's for kids that either don't have uh, either or a parent and then they're, they're uh, sort of matched with the right person or who they think would be a good match. Mm -hmm. And you wind up spending two Sundays a month with them. And so, and my big brother's name is Dan, so he would take me to Yankee games or- Bowling or you know whatever and and a lot of times these relationships sort of expire after a while like it right. lasts for a few years and you mm-hmm. lose touch but we've stayed close for 24 years he was the best man at my wedding oh nice and he's just uh, the greatest so he's been a really good example for me oh, that's great yeah shout out Dan thanks for yeah. taking me this chubby eight-year-old Jew under your wing for real that, that probably probably had a big impact on your life Huge, yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember, and I remember, like I was being a. He's from New England, and he's kind of like you know he he can be a tough sort of guy. And at, I remember, like at 15 years old, like we got into a disagreement about something because I was just being like petulant and young, and he wasn't having it. And I was like, "Well, you know what? Maybe I don't want you to be my brother anymore." And he was like, "No problem." <laughs> and we didn't talk for like a year. I Whoa, remember. really? Yeah, and he just was like, listen, if you're going to be like a little jerk, he never said this, but he was like, uh-huh. go for it, dude. <laughs> like, Yeah, calling your bluff almost. Yeah, like I'm yeah. donating my time to like, you know, right. we don't. Yeah. And after a year, I like called him and just acted like nothing had changed. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, okay, I guess we're back, we're back on. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So do you think that like, because since you didn't really know your dad and, and it was and Joseph was his name, the guy? Dan. Oh, Dan. 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 Dan's the same. Okay, so Close. I don't know why I said Joseph. Uh, why did I say Joseph? Um, but do you think that, because I, I mean, like, I'm not sure because I've never even had the idea of a child pop in my head, but I would imagine that you always try to make your kid's life better for them than it, than your life. Like, like be a better parent than your parents were to you, sort of? Sure. Yeah, give them a better life than you would have gotten. Sure. Yeah. So, like, I mean... Obviously, I feel like you're going to do that. You know what I mean? But like, are, is that where the fear comes from? Is that where the, because you said there's terror. Yeah. And I know the indifference. I know what the indifference is. Isn't that just like the, yeah, it's, this is what happens. It's fine. Yeah. yeah it's, this is what happens as you get older. Like you have a kid, but then there's also like the, oh, fuck, you have a kid. Right. I'm having a kid. So like the terror, is that where the terror comes from? I think the terror comes from literally like with every other kid that I've ever hung out with and I love kids, but like mm-hmm. after an hour and a half, I'm like, oh, it's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> and like totally. And you just hand them off and there's nothing like you're, if you're hanging out with your friends, baby, your friend can never look at you and be like, dude, what the fuck? Like, yeah, you can't just hand them off. They have to yeah. be like, yes, I have to accept this because I am the father of this, this cub. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm the father of the cub. Yeah. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. there's no handing it off. It's yeah. just like. So I think there's like that of just like, you know, you think about it's like it's a marathon and you're going to be 
there and you have to, you know, and being able to believe that in the 25th hour when things aren't ideal and everyone's exhausted like that, I'm going to be able to show up and say the right things and do the right things Mm, and uh not do irreparable damage because I'm like looking at Instagram while they're, you know, choking on a Cheerio or something. But Uh I think I'll be, I think I feel more selfish than I actually am. Yeah. Yeah. You probably, yeah. You probably feel Hopefully. more, yeah. We'll see. I th- no, I think that's true, yeah. But and but then there's like this also weird paradox, and I've talked about to, uh, I've talked about this with certain people who've had a, a similar upbringing to me, where you know I had a good childhood, but it was challenging at times. I didn't know my pops, and there was like a lot of financial insecurity at times. And my mom is is and was awesome, but you know there was only so much she could protect me from at times. And so now, like, I think about, like, wow, like, my wife is awesome, and her family is so great, and, like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm crushing it on YouTube ads, so mm-hmm. I'm financially stable. Yeah, <laughs> no, <yeah>. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, you know, this kid is going to have, hopefully, less to worry about than I did. Mm-hmm, yeah. But then I go, well, how do I make sure this kid isn't, like, an entitled jerk? Right. You know? Like, right, right. do I have to, like tell them sometimes like we're running out of money yeah. <laughs> or, like do you have to scare them yeah <laughs> i don't know make them sleep next to an air conditioning unit like right be- like the one right behind you yeah that's what my dad did to me did, did he? he yeah why he, he well he didn't like make me we just had to do that because it was so hot in the house <laughs> because we but he didn't have to tell us we're financially unstable we were shown it by our environment <laughs> where we were right. living and the food we got like we just got like we lived it and uh eventually he got out of that but like, but yeah, no, like, but because of that, I'm so comfortable, me, I'm comfortable not living this like lavish life Sure. and being, fi- and that creates financial stability. Cause when you live a lavish life, that fucking your money just goes away. Right. Yeah. So now he, that like taught me and it's made me more like, uh, financially stable because of it. And I think, but you're saying in your case, it's like, you are, you don't want to like spoil your kid. Right. Like, yeah. how do you make, how do you not make a kid go through the trials and tribulations that you did, which mm-hmm. obviously influence the people that we are, mm-hmm. and yet keep them, you know, humble and anchored and realize that, like, yeah. they're living, you know, even if it doesn't have extreme wealth or any of that, like, it's an, a, it's an extraordinary life compared to, you know, 90% of the kids out there who just right. don't have the means or the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Totally. Well, I think you're going to be a great dad. And I, I'm calling it right now. Boy, it's a boy. I feel it. Thank you. Women can tell these things, <laughs> and I'm a woman now. I'm Are gender, you really? Well, gender fluid. Cute. Mm. <laughs> Cute. That gray in your beard really showed me that you were a woman. I don't know what Thank it is. You. Yeah, that's a cum stain. <laughs> How does that gray make you feel in your beard? I feel fine about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it makes you like look it. distinguished, really distinguished. Is that is that just a thing people say? No, it's the truth. Distinguished, like in like it's a little bit different. That well, yeah, that's mean? that's what distinguished means. Yeah, and it, but it makes you look like distinguished in my head also means like sort of wise. Say so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes yeah. you look wise. I mean, I know you're not, but it makes <laughs> yeah, I'm just no, but it makes you look like just like yeah, it's a fucking guy. It's a guy. I'm a looks, man. It's a guy that would drink like a like a pint and then like wash it, like do this with his mouth. You know, yeah, get it off, yeah, dude, and then slam it down, and then <laughs> yeah. like have some really good like stories. Uh, I don't have those. Oh, okay. Well, um, but I, I, I like the beard. It gives me a chin and a jawline, which is something I've never had before. <laughs> Uh, so no, and it's well groomed. Oh, thanks. Beautiful. Thank you very much. You're, right, what's you're the a good looking man. What's the kid's name going to be? Yeah. If it's a boy, 
Aside from Rye Dune. (laughs) (laughs) Name it Rye Dune. Uh, But yeah, any ideas? I don't know. Uh, I'll leave it up to my wife, whatever. You know, it it, it has humbled me to like see her carrying this child and Mm -hmm. me being like, wow, you're a fucking superhero. I cannot believe what women have to go through to actually deliver these, you know, to be baby ovens. But, um, yeah, I, I want to find a, a, a balance between something that's like not ultra typical, like I'm, you know, like Stephen yeah, or yeah. even you know Ethan, and not and also not be a douchebag and call yeah. them Rain yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like yeah. Sound. Sorry, <laughs> Sound. Sorry to anyone named Rain or Sound out there. I'm sure you're awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's like finding that that middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Quick, if you guys had kids tomorrow, what would you name them? Rye, we'll start with you. Uh, Jesus. Um, uh, I don't even know. I like a family name William. Will. 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 Will Dune. It's classic. Will Dune. Will do. My full name is Muldoon, so William Muldoon. Oh, that's mm. my dad's name. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm a guy. I don't think about these things. Look at my really? beard. You think I think about kids? <laughs> Look at the white in my beard. You know the your yeah, kids' names? Totally. Well, you've told me. Yeah, uh, boy Tony, kid <laughs> nice. Charlie. I mean, a uh, kid, uh, girl, <laughs> girl, girl Charlie, boy Tony. Cute. Yeah. Named after Jason Nash's daughter, Charlie. No. Oh, now I have to change it. Yeah. Fuck, it's already exactly. taken. Shit. Can't do it, dude. Can't think. Kent and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Dude. There's a lot of Charlies. You can't do Fuck. it. Fuck. Okay, the boy Tony after Tony Bourdain. Yes. Tony no. Danza. Tony Soprano. Tony Soprano. Yeah. Anthony. Tony. I just want to be able to say Anthony, like even though I'm not Italian. That's amazing. Yeah, just so I can it say sounds Anthony. Not Anthony Cavillo. Yeah, it, it sounds, but it's weird because yeah. it's Italian and Hispanic. It doesn't make sense. But Cavillo Cal- <laughs> sounds, I always want to say it in an Italian way. Really? Cavillo. Oh, Cal- well then, yeah, I'm going to do fun. What about Mario? Tony Ca- Mario Cavillo. <laughs> Mario. Tito, Tito Cavillo. It's, I think it's, I, like I think it's hard because for boy names, I always think like, like Tony or like, even like, I'm so fashioned, like Joe, like names like that. Joe, I just, yeah. just like, it makes its presence known. That's Joe. Yeah. But with girl names, you want to make them like really unique and like pretty, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So like Charlie and that's like kind of a unique girl name, but that's I great. can't, but I can't think of like another girl name. That's like really like, I like hits both. I like girls names. I like names, well, for girls that end in, begin and end in a vowel. It's like nice to say, like Alana. I'm not saying I like, that's a cool name. Ariana. Mm. It's just like you can sing it. Ariana. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> so you want, oh, you want her, uh, her male suitors to sing her name from, yes. from when she's at the balcony and they're down below with flowers. You got it. Yeah, I just it, painted the scene. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> it does have a better ring than Pam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karen. <laughs> Meg, <laughs> Diane. Oh man, Ariana, can you hear me? He likes Sam to man. show off that he can sing every podcast. Wow, yeah, it's his I'm thing. Gonna, I'm gonna go back to music. You are? No, nah, I'll be a nurse. <laughs> yes, <laughs> nurses uh, are dope. They are, especially well. Male Part nurses. of my reasoning was male nurses; they're more rare, so mm-hmm. I would have gotten paid more than women, which I think men should. <laughs> be doing anyways. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, but uh, Josh Beck, you got a podcast. I do. Curious with Josh Beck. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Thanks. So everyone listening, 
Tune into that. I'm sure they already do. Actually, yeah. probably maybe, share maybe they do similar maybe audience. And you like doing it? You were telling me earlier. I really love it. I'm just a big fan of podcasts in general. Right. We were mm. trading podcast uh, stations that we listen to, mm-hmm. programs. Programs. Um, yeah, I just I'm a big fan of. Uh, I'm the weirdo listening to podcasts in the gym. Oh yeah, I do that too. Yeah, like throwing up thirty five pound dumbbells, listening to like Malcolm Gladwell <laughs> talk about some shit. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why. I I feel like I learn more through auditory means and not like by reading or yeah yeah. I don't know what it is. Podcasts mm. have saved my life. Which I used to do like manual labor landscaping. Mm. Throw podcasts in all day. When did mm. you do that landscaping? Uh, a while ago, after college. For a while there, I wanted to be like a landscape designer. Hmm. I almost went to landscape design grad school. I've had a lot of different paths in my day, guys. But uh, yeah. Podcast. Do like you see it? Weeding, okay. Weeding plants all day? Goddamn. How many bugs did you see when you did that? How a many lot. bugs? <laughs> a lot, right? It's like a little kid question. How many <laughs> bugs did you see? Uh, excuse me, <laughs> Uncle Why? How many bugs were there? Uh, a lot of bugs, little Josh. A, a lot, lot, right? <laughs> yeah. Spiders? Oh, I gotta hate spiders. Yeah, were they I mean, there? Just, yeah, they're, they're there. Fuck. Bees getting stung by bees. Ah. Oh. Uh, this is a gross story, but uh, I was peeing in the woods one day. I looked down, it was a mosquito piercing in, my dick inside your cock hole. But I considered it uh, getting a blowjob. Oh, yeah. So I did that on the job. Nice. Blowjobs on the job. Nice. That's at least second base. <laughs> yeah. Did you tell your girlfriend about it? Did you oh. come home in a sweat and like yeah. slam the door? Like, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> I immediately shower. Yeah. <laughs> I was just in my blowjob, my job. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Just eating dinner. How was your day? I don't want to talk about it. It was fine. Why? <laughs> so what's the end game for this podcast for you guys? What's it look like? Uh, podcast would... tour? You guys have your own studio? Oh, yeah. Studio. I think that's... I don't know. That'd I don't be think, cool. I don't think we'd ever... I, I've always been against that. Even if we get like really huge, I'm <laughs> totally against that. We should always just be this place. I don't think so. <laughs> well, the future is I'm going to leave the podcast. No, I'm not, no, the future is... I don't know. If we get huge, people will find out where I live. And I'm not saying bother me because they're like, I love you. I'm mm. afraid of getting robbed. <laughs> I never think like uh, fans are going to find out where I live because I'm famous. Yeah. <laughs> they're going to find out in like trail that I have a camera and steal it. <laughs> they're going to steal the Nordic track that you have near your oh, yeah. door or whatever that is. Yeah. yeah it's a Just to paint it for the people. There's a treadmill. Yeah. It kind of looks like an anti-breaking device. Like, like an obstacle. <laughs> yeah. Like something you put in front of the door in a zombie invasion. Yeah. It's, right. It slaps down and crushes invaders. But right behind me. <laughs> <laughs> now I bought that for Vine videos when Vine came out with two minute videos. Mm. That lasted a good two months. Anyways, good investment. What, what, that was your chief Vine prop? That was my what? <laughs> that was your chief Vine prop? You were <laughs> like... When Vine came out with two minute videos, I bought a fucking treadmill. Mm. Vine was gone. Because you wanted to look good for the camera. Is that why? No, I was doing a walk and talk TV show. Oh, now I remember. I don't love this question, but I am interested to hear from you guys. Were you upset when Vine finished or did Uh, you see it coming? I mean, we, uh, I saw it coming, but I didn't think it would be like, it's being shut down. I thought it'd just be unpopular, but I I was upset. Yeah. It was like kind of like every emotion. I was like, angry. yeah, it's kind of the same. Yeah. Sad. It's just like knowing, like, it's like knowing somebody's like 
terminally ill and you're like, yeah, I'm prepared for it. Cause I know like, but it, then when it happens, you're like, Oh fuck, it's going, it's really happening. Right. And yeah, it was kind of the same. Just like, I think I was sad when it ended. And then I, I've really, I don't know. I just kind of looked at the community present company excluded, but I looked at like the, the community at large, like really what made vine vine. And I just, I was like, I don't think this was ever like wholesome. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like I always kind of saw it as kind of toxic, like, cause there was always these big guys that were making vines and then there were like p- people with huge followings and they would help each other out. And then the, there would be these smaller guys that would hate the big guys and they would just trash everybody. But then the big guys hated the smaller guys cause they were talking shit. And it's like, and, and the, it was, it, and the small guys became the big guys. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then they became like just as bad. And then it's just like, it, it was a really kind of toxic. I enjoyed the actual, like making them. That was what I enjoyed the most was making them. But, um, and like, you know, the act of having an audience see them, but not like the overall community other than the people that I vined with. I just was like, I don't know if this is good. Mm. I don't know if it's healthy. It doesn't seem healthy. It seems very bitter. It feels like almost like a comedy, the comedy scene yeah. in a way, maybe like earlier. Cause nowadays it seems like the comedy scenes like, Oh, we're all just going to try and help this new comedy boom that's going on. But didn't you say, you used to tell me it's like back in the day, the comics would be like, yeah, I'm going to, it has to be all about me, me, me. And I have to get on like Kimmel and I have to get on like this and that. And yeah, you know, like more I mean, selfish. I, I wasn't around during well, those times, but, uh, yeah, no, social media is way more toxic than stand up. I think. Okay. Well, yeah, no, but that's, that's what I yeah. felt. That's what, so when it died, I was like, in here, a big reason for that is stand up is it's just you. You can't latch on to somebody like, Hey, bring me up on stage with you. Sure. Yeah. Since social media is like, Hey, let's make a video together. Yeah. Tag me. Yeah. Right. And that was the thing. Like I usually did that with people that I like, that I liked and everything, but it was just like the other, I don't know. I just sensed this. It was like an awkward family dinner. Like right. especially at the parties, dude, did you ever go to the parties? Yes. They're so fucking awkward. At least to me. I don't know. Well, it was like people that were, just ill equipped. It, it just felt like social anxiety. Yeah. Like that everyone was ill equipped in which to sort of manage each other. But if you think about it, for most people that came out of Vine, it was like they had never been, like a lot of people didn't even live in LA or New York. Like these right. were people that came from like middle America. A lot of them were like graduating high school and all yeah. of a sudden they were thrust into this scene and for better or for worse the one good thing and, and you guys know that's sort of like that I've experienced with the traditional sort of uh, TV and movies it's like it beat the shit out of me like yeah. as far as like there's so many ups and downs there's so many moments where you're like questioning in, your in life traditional yeah okay yeah, like yeah. why did I do this and why am I at the mercy of a casting director or right. because I don't have the right look or the right thing yeah and so it forced me to get humble really early on because otherwise uh, you, you'd never make it. Yeah. And then for for someone that had a meteoric rise who didn't even have to go through the traditional ranks, like literally made funny videos in their their room in you know Milwaukee or wherever they're from, and now yeah. all of a sudden they're like paid, they're you know getting a certain level of celebrity, whatever version. Like I. While I didn't love it, I couldn't blame them for being a little hot on themselves. Uh-huh. Oh, no, like, sure. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? No, totally. Like, no, I understood bred it. a lot of, like, weird character totally. def- defects <laughs> yeah. in yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And it's, it's unfortunate because, like, that 
yeah, what you just said, that upbringing isn't, isn't healthy at all though. You know, no, it's not healthy either way. It's not healthy to get it all just kind of like handed to you so quickly at such a young age, but it's also not healthy to be at the mercy of somebody else in order to get it. You know what I mean? It was funny when I had Harley um, from Epic Mealtime or mm-hmm. Epic Mealtime. Yeah, Epic yeah. Mealtime. And he's the greatest and, and he's so smart. And he's he sort of used this analogy or or sort of compared this. He's like, he's like, like you, Josh, went through media training, which we literally did growing up as kids, where if you worked for a big network like Nickelodeon or whatever, they would have publicists sit you down and teach you how to act uh-huh. and to not right. say anything terribly incendiary when you're on a TV show and mm-hmm. how to just kind of like whenever you see any celebrity who's like a real politician, like how to not offend. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he was sort of saying like with, he was using Logan Paul as an example of like, he's like, if you want to see great media training in action like look at his video after sort of everything went down he's like and harley was saying he's like i called it and harley said i knew that there would be a haircut (laughs) (laughs) like and i knew that there would be like these certain you know like there's just there's a way in which to do it Uh and if you've not been taught that it's easy to sort of not um not quite know how to operate under certain conditions right well it's just kids but, getting famous. Yeah, kids getting famous. Well, uh, what is next besides your life completely changing from your kid? And uh, I was trying to think of a joke. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's next for you? What are your What are your plans? Are, do you, What do you think? Are you going to pursue traditional more? Or? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> I've given up planning. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. At this point, you know what I mean. Like I, I've been. I've been incredibly lucky and and I love getting to like go and show up at Jason's house and Mm -hmm. knowing that like Brandon and hopefully a little more of you, right? It's going to be there and invite me, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. Don't invite Oliver, but definitely invite invite Rye. We hate Oliver here. Rye, do you want to come by? Sure. Okay. All right. All right. And now I know that. Show up. (laughs) Are they moving out? They are. What are they moving? I have no fucking clue. I just know that they're all moving there's not separate ways but they're all moving okay cool yeah um so yeah you don't know what your plans are you don't have any plans no like i love being able to go and show up there and know that like brandon's gonna be making one of his incredible shorts or i'm gonna like be making a ridiculous mukbang or something (laughs) where like we can create without asking permission yeah and that's the actor's life or really even a director or producer or writer it's like you have to ask permission because you need multiple people to help you Mm -hmm. um and money and permission and what i think is exciting about what we're doing now is that we kind of just can make it and put it out there oh yeah um but with that being said like i love you know to me there's no greater feeling when you're making a great movie or a great tv show Mm -hmm. but you know if it doesn't come around anytime soon i won't you know i won't be disappointed because I get mm-hmm. to do this and I'm lucky. Cool. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, you, you seem to have a great career so far. I'm all right. Yeah, I'm on this podcast, and you're yeah. nor- you're My normal. Life. You're not insane. Yeah, you've been famous for most of your life, and you're a nice guy. Yeah, Maybe. from what I can tell, kinda. <laughs> We don't know each other that well. That's right. Let me reveal my true colors. <laughs> Three more hours in the pod. I'm not amazing. Well, I think you're amazing. I think you're amazing, right? Thank you. I think so. you guys are both all right. Thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> I just want to be the guy that, you know, calms everyone down. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, right? Sorry. All right. Well, where can people find you? At Josh Pack everywhere? 
Uh, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Ed Shuapek on Instagram. Oh, that's right. Just listen to the Curious Podcast. It's really all yeah. I care about. You yeah. know, I'll, I'll shout that out on the intro too. Make sure everyone goes over there. Here's yeah. an intro. Can I be on that too? Let's just start it now. And three, Want two, to? start the intro. Yeah. Ready? Take take note of what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, oh wait. Before we do the intro, goodbye, Josh Beck. Oh, bye. <laughs> 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 all right. Intro. 